Hello, listeners, and welcome to the very first episode of the In Search podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about how the podcast came to be, where it's going, and what you can expect from it. My name is Christopher Somos, and I'm joined together with my wife, Golshan Golrez. Love to be your co-host here on the podcast, Chris, and I'm so excited that we're recording in episode zero. You know, I never really... Um, to be honest, right right from the get-go, I'll make a confession is that I'm not as avid as a podcast listener as you are. So I think that maybe uh, you're used to listening to episode zeros of different kinds of podcasts. But I didn't really conceptualize that until you actually mentioned it to me. So it's exciting to think about, you know, introducing to people to a concept of a podcast before actually launching it. Absolutely. And of course, not everybody is going to listen to episode zero. But I think at the beginning, it does give people a frame of reference and understand in short, what they can expect uh, and give a reason to keep listening. So I know not to ask what's on your podcast player, but mine is full of a variety of things from history to technology to current events and some things that are a little bit less serious than that. And that really, I think, is the magic of podcasting is it can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, and it's so niche that it allows you to explore a variety of subjects on whole different range of topics and to be as serious or as whimsical as really you want to be. I'll stick to my statement, which is that I'm not an avid uh, podcast listener. And I think before doing this podcast, I hadn't even really, I was even less of a listener, but it took recording a podcast to become interested in listening to podcasts. And you're absolutely right that, you know, it's just so far reaching and there are so many different kinds of podcasts that you can listen to today, right? So then if I'm mistaken and your podcast player has more than zero subscriptions, what kind of things are you listening to? So I listen to a range of things. I like listening to kind of history things. I like listening to, I really like listening to self-help or community-based podcasts, you know, so as an academic, for instance, there's a lot of the podcasts that I listen to that are about people who are in academia and what they're going through in academia and, you know, shared experiences. I really like that as a podcast and information, right? Because I'm the kind of person that's always on the go. I'm the kind of person who likes to inject the most amount of information that I possibly can in uh, the shortest amount of time, right? So uh, whether it be if I'm walking from one place to another, whether it be if I'm, you know, commuting is generally a really good way to get that in. Uh, but the information that you want to get, but you simply don't have the time to get is a good way of doing that. Absolutely. I think it would be fair to say for many, if not most podcast listeners, uh, due to the long form nature of the medium, use this to fill time, whether it's on, uh, you know, on, on the treadmill, in the car, on the bus, on the train. I think that is prime time podcast hour for most people. Yeah, I mean, I think you're on your own with the treadmill. I think you're probably the only person who listens to no, podcasts. No, I don't think so. I, uh, I, I, in fact, I'm pretty confident. I, I can't be the only one. Well, actually, I mean, I would be curious. People should let us know whether or not they listen on treadmills or not. I would really like to put this to the test. Yes, please vindicate me. 
<laughs> we'll see about that. But also more generally, you know, tell us more about what when you listen to podcasts, what are you looking for? Are you looking to discover things you don't already know about? Or do you go searching for podcasts? It's an interesting conversation, right? Because this is this is uh, kind of the the a new form of media that we're just getting used to, right? So I, I'm really curious to know uh, what people are looking for tuning into. On that topic, and on anything really throughout the show, feel free to contact us on our Twitter or via email, the information for which you'll find in the show notes. So before getting into the origins of the podcast, I think our listeners would like to know a little bit more about us. Uh, so maybe I'll start things off with Golshan, who will be a little bit more front and center in the show. She'll be doing most of the interviews, and she's the, the voice that you'll hear most of the time. So why don't you uh, share for the benefit of our listeners? Maybe they'll probably want to know what's your deal. Absolutely. Uh, my deal is that I'm an academic. Um, and uh, I've been an academic for almost 15 years. And um, I, I'm, I'm a PhD candidate now from McGill University in sociology. So I'm a sociologist. But I'm also, um, I like to present, generally when people ask me this question, I usually say that I'm a sociologist and a critical race feminist. And the reason I say that is because I'm an interdisciplinary researcher. So prior to being in sociology, I was doing uh, women and gender studies. And so that really comes through in the kind of intersectional work that I do. So I'm really interested in feminist theory and social justice and critical race theory. But I try to do that uh, with my training in sociology through empirical methods, right? So um, you know, uh, social scientific qualitative methods and sometimes occasionally quantitative methods as well. Right. And you're finishing up your doctoral studies? At long last, yes. Emphasis on long. Absolutely. So, and, and where exactly are, are, are you doing those studies? So uh, the the school is McGill, like I said, but I'm doing my research here in Toronto. So I, I work with LGBTQ Muslim organizations here in Toronto, and my work is really situated at the intersection of gender, sexuality, and Islam. Um, and I'm really interested in this intersection of religiosity, religious belief, or religion as a whole in the multiple kaleidoscopic ways that that could be interpreted, and how that impacts gender and sexuality. Um, and and what religious uh, LGBTQ identities look like. Right. And we won't dive too deep into that because I'm hoping that we'll get an episode out of you maybe a little bit later down the line. But uh, I'd also like to share with our listeners, what do you bring to the podcast? So I think as an academic and researcher, this is what we do, right? Research is what we do. So I think what I bring to the podcast is my experience in research, both, you know, reading tons of research and also conducting research. So I think I kind of have this internal position of being able to be very familiar with the research world so as to tangibly be able to put my finger on it and then uh, hopefully be able to expose it to, to uh, a more public or general audience. So why do you think that doing this in search podcast is important? You know, I think that for me, being an academic, what you realize is people are so invested in their research, right? People spend 
Anyway, let's say you're doing a master's, master's range between one to two years. So if you're doing a PhD, it, it ranges between five to let's say some people even take eight, nine, 10 years to do their research, right? So if you're spending that much time researching something that's so specific, you must have a lot of information on it, right? Yet that information really always just stays contained within the small circle of people who also specialize in the exact same kind of research that you're doing. So what academics have is this wealth of knowledge and information that's so important for the broader world. Um, and, 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 you know, that, that speaks to everyday issues, uh, or global or worldly concepts. Um, but that don't ever really get translated to the general public, right? So there's this kind of veil or this closed door conversations that are always being had about research within academic circles, but they're never really being translated broader than that um, to a general public. So I think that it's really, really important for people to know about the research that's being done in academia and for academics to also have a platform to share their research, right? So in a nutshell, I think that's why InSearch is important to me. And I think that's what's um, uh, driving me to do this podcast. That's very exciting. Building links between the academic community and the general public for the benefit of both. Exactly, exactly, right? I want to kind of turn the table on you though, Chris. Um, you know, <laughs> Although I think we're not going to really, uh, you're not going to be doing as many of the interviews. I know that you'll be stepping in in some of them, especially the ones that kind of have your area of expertise. Um, but you, you know, the show, uh, this uh, podcast definitely does rely on you heavily in a lot of ways. So I also think that it would be important for listeners to, to know a little bit about you, right? So, so tell me about you. What's your deal? So what's my deal? Uh, well, I live in Toronto with my lovely wife, Golshan, uh, and uh, I work in finance. Uh, I work for a major manufacturer of commercial and industrial equipment and commercial vehicles, and I work in their financial products division. So that's basically like a business-to-business -business bank where we do all sorts of things from leasing and loans to uh, revolving lines and uh, acquisition finance and uh floor plans and construction loans and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so that is what I do uh, as a profession. And then, uh, you know, I also, uh, you know, just for fun, I, I do a little bit of, uh, you know, media stuff. Like I'm into photography and uh, video and I, I love computers and technology and all that geeky, wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, geeky and wonderful stuff indeed. Uh, I have a first-hand experience uh, with you being really into all that stuff. And as a result, uh, you've also uh, introduced me to a lot of this geeky and wonderful stuff, which I absolutely love. Relatedly, though, if you can tell us a little bit about what you specifically bring to the podcast, that would be great. Right. So I've talked a little bit about my professional background and, uh, you know, working in uh, finance and in commerce. Uh, you know, the, one of the core skills there is really looking at, uh, you know, research and market data and, and different signals and distilling that into useful and actionable insights. So I think that when that comes to building bridges, uh, that we were talking about earlier between research and uh, a mass audience, that'll be a useful skill. Uh, in addition, uh, before I studied commerce, 
Uh, I used to study biochemistry and I was really focused on science. So uh, that's probably where you'll see me more actively participating uh, as that's also an interest of mine. So you'll hear my voice more on uh, podcasts that tend to uh, focus on business or finance or economics or technology or science. Uh, and besides what I'm uh, going to be contributing to the uh, interviews, uh, I also have a background in uh, music. Uh, I not only played in a band, but I was a professional DJ and sound guy for 15 years. Uh, so recording the podcast and doing the production and editing and processing is also going to be uh, part of what I'm contributing to this experience, as well as getting the podcast out there and marketing it and, and trying to get it into the listeners' ears. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you're listening along and uh, you hear, you think to yourself, wow, this sound quality is just amazing. Uh, you have you have uh, Chris to thank for that because I definitely uh, do not uh, know how to contribute to that part. Um, and generally, I'm used to recording interviews on my iPhone. So definitely, um, you know, you have uh, Chris Somos here to thank for uh, the wonderful sounds that you'll be hearing throughout. For me, I think that uh, it's really important, though, as a listener, maybe maybe as somebody who's recording interviews that only I'm listening to for confidentiality purposes, sound quality is not going to matter. But I think that definitely as a listener, I, I am one of those people that has to turn the music off if the sound quality is bad or probably wouldn't listen to a, co- a podcast if the sound quality was bad. So uh, je- I definitely appreciate to have a partner to be able to do this with that that is well versed uh, in this area, you know? Well, I thank you. And uh, with so many great content creators out there, the state of the art of YouTube and podcasting is just so good and getting better every day. And that's why uh, both Golshan and I put a lot of effort into making sure that this sounds great uh, so that when you're on the treadmill burning those calories, you can have something enjoyable to listen to. Definitely, you're the only one on the treadmill <laughs> listening to the podcast. Help me out, guys. However, I'm not discouraging people from listening on the treadmill. Give it a whirl and let us know how, uh, you know, insert sounds on the treadmill. Uh, okay, so transitioning now to the next question. Uh, just like you asked me, I want to ask you the same thing. Why is insert important? Why do you think it's important that uh, we're recording this? Why do you think it's important that we're disseminating it as a, as a general formatter or theme for a podcast? Why is it important? So to build on what you said earlier, I think that there is so much important research going on uh, right now uh, in the academic community and and around it. Um, And our world is one that is in change. You know, the newest ideas are more important now than they've ever been. And, uh, you know, our society, I feel anyway, is sort of at the cusp of a, a great leap forward to borrow a term from the books of history. And so I think that uh, making those connections between, uh, you know, sort of new and obscure uh, knowledge uh, and getting that out to uh, the, the wider community at large is just very, very important. And if we can contribute to that in some small way with our podcast, I think that we're doing great work. Yeah, and I also want to add, Chris, that I think, you know, it's also about the method of learning, right? So I think that what we're doing is um, important in terms of not just creating or talking about the contents that people are or the research that people are involved with, but also about the dissemination of knowledge, right? So not just the knowledge production, but also the way that it's disseminated and the way that people learn. So there are so many different learning methods, right? People self-learn all the time. There's some people who don't like the academic form. 
format, right? To sit in a classroom and learn. Um, Me among them. <laughs> you among them. Yeah, Chris is not uh, like the uh, classroom format, right? But you're actually a perfect example because you are such a self-learner, right? You, you've you taught yourself so many things. You've taught yourself photography. you taught yourself, you know, a lot. And I think that um, podcasts or these kinds of uh, audiovisual formats are game-changing for a lot of people, you know? And so I hope that, I'm not saying that this is going to be game-changing, but I, but I do hope that we're able to contribute also to the dissemination of knowledge as well as the production of it. Absolutely. So moving on to now the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, I want to give our listeners a feel about what they can expect out of the podcast. Uh, So why don't you break down what our approach is going to be to this podcast? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, just through various conversations that you and I have had together, we thought, you know, how are we going to do this? What should it be about? And how, what's the format of the podcast going to be? Right. And so I think that uh, one of the things that we agreed upon is that interviews would be the best way, right? Because um, just as uh, listeners are listening to people's research, uh, we too, uh, whether it's just me interviewing or you interviewing, are also sitting down in the place of the listeners and listening to the researcher talk about their research. So interviews, we thought, would be a good way of uh, mimicking the, ex- the listener experience, basically, to learn about somebody's research. Uh, now, the specific format will basically go in the form of four questions. And just a little bit of background about why we decided on these four questions. So I think that, you know, it was mostly, uh, you know, my push to do it this way. Um, Not that you disagreed or anything, but I think that as a social scientist and as an academic, again, um, any academic who's listening to this and who's ever written a grant uh, will agree that, you know, we're trained to think about these questions, the what, the how, and the why, right? Um, And, um, when you're writing a, a grant application, let's say for a big national grant, um, you are always framing your research in these kind of questions, right? So the questions that we ask in the in the podcast are, like I said, the what question. So what is the research about, right? The 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 meat of the the actual research questions. Um, then is the how question. How is the actual? How did you actually conduct the study? How did you go about asking? Uh, answering the questions that you asked. And then the two interrelated questions are the uh, why questions, right? So what conversations are being addressed, right? So obviously, no research comes out of thin air. People have been always, uh, and and in fact, uh, any researcher or academic will tell you that if your research is coming out of thin air, it's probably not that interesting, right? Um, It's probably uh, telling that a lot of people have done research on a particular topic because it's a it's a topic that's important. And so what other people have talked about this and what conversations are you contributing to with this research? And then uh, the other interrelated why question is the biggest question. Right. So what are the desired practical outcomes? So uh, why should we care? The so what question? Academics always call it the so what question. Right. So so these we thought would be the perfect four questions to be narrowed down to ask every person and as you see uh, as you'll see as we go through the podcast or you listen to the episodes these four questions are not really that simple to answer right and they take about at least an hour to to be able to answer this right and so in this format this basic 
format of four questions. Was there anything that didn't make the cut? Was there anything that was left on the chopping block in terms of a, a, of a structure or a rubric? You know, I think it was, it's not really the questions that didn't make the cut, but more the ways that we're going to ask people to answer these questions, right? So, so uh, you know, to answer them in a general public kind of way, right? So for instance, let's say the, the conversation question. So when we say, what conversation are you contributing to? Academics do have a tendency to say, well, uh, in Kant's uh, book, uh, right? Or they'll, they'll start name dropping or citing people. And that's all well and good if you're talking to people who are who know that kind of um, uh, the literature already who are already familiar with it right but it's more what are the broader conversations that you're contributing to what's the contents of those conversations same with the methodology so often you'll see we're talking about statistics methodology are so is so important right but People don't really want to know exactly, you know, the mathematical mechanics behind the statistical methods that you use, but more generally what your dependent variables are, what your independent variables are, and those kind of things, right? Right. So uh, if I'm a casual listener and I'm sitting here listening to this, talking about our approach to asking these questions, the first thing that I'm going to think about is what do I expect not to hear? What do you expect not, not to, to hear? hear? Like how, uh, why is this not going to be like sitting down and getting a lecture? Right. I think that goes to the accessibility question again, right? Is that we really made an effort to make this podcast about what is, what, why should we care, right? What's the bigger deal in this? And, and, and how do you translate this into um, research that's interesting to everybody? And, and I would actually argue that your research should be interesting to everybody. And uh, from my own subjective perspective, I think that research is interesting to everybody. It's just the way that it's disseminated, right? So so in terms of your question of what should we uh, expect not to hear, I think that you shouldn't expect to hear, you know, very jargony kind of involved academic research that you would hear, let's say, at a conference uh, or something that's closed-door academic talk. You should, you should hear more uh, public discourse uh, about particular research topics. Right. And is this podcast limited to any particular field? Well, I'll have you answer that question, actually, because you're the one who prompted a lot of the conversations about this, right? Because you and I talked so much about this. What should the, what should the research be about? Um, you know, what or the, the different research projects that we take on should be about? And you were kind of of two minds of this, right? At first, we, we discussed the idea of having it be more maybe social justice oriented uh, or social sciences. But then we decided that we should make it a lot more broad, right? So, so maybe you, you should speak to this because... Because I, I actually, uh, I, I think that I was inspired by your advice on this. Right. So uh, within the circle of people that we uh, know uh, that are conducting research, I think the majority of them at this point in time are doing research in the social sciences. And that's how we originally conceived the podcast. Uh, however, uh, reflecting on my own experiences and how uh I like to consume podcasts and how Golshan likes to consume podcasts and the reason why we like podcast is because uh, on these shows where you are learning uh, about a broad uh, range of topics, uh, you know, think about, uh, you know, many of the great uh, ones that are already out there. Uh, part of the interest factor is that 
you can you never know what you're going to be opening your podcast player to uh, and not only is it a deep dive into something very interesting but it could be uh introducing you to a concept or an idea or a field of study or research that you never even knew existed so not only is it depth but it's also breadth and uh and discovery and those are uh some of the uh things that i love the most about the whole idea of podcasting Right. That necessarily, if you, let's say you're a scientist, you should also, you know, be interested in what the social sciences are doing or what social justice disciplines are doing. And then by contrast, if you are somebody who is in a social justice discipline, I think it also would be interesting to you. I mean, for me, that's the case. And I always make the joke too, for instance, that, you know, as Chris explained, he uh, works in finance and he's in the heavy equipment world. And so it's interesting because I (laughs) always joke with you that I never thought I would learn so much about the heavy equipment world or I would be so interested in it, right? And and I think that as our um in our as a format in our relationship generally, that's what we do, right? Introduce each other to things that we're not necessarily we otherwise wouldn't be interested in. But then it's it's great because you just learn something that you it takes you by surprise. Like you said, it's a discovery. Absolutely. And so I guess to bring it home, uh my the last question would be if we are uh representing a diverse audience and how we're approaching this uh for all the keeners out there if there are those who want to learn more about those topics are we going to be providing a way to follow up with any of these candidates or with any of the these research projects yeah so i think one thing definitely that we could do is that we could ask people at the end of the episodes you know this is a platform for them so at the end of the day um you know where is your website do you have an academic website do you have publications that you want to point people to um you know is there any way that you would like to tell us about your future research or invite us to one of your talks that you're having or things like that especially listeners in toronto right um uh, if we have researchers that are in toronto and then listeners that are in toronto it might be accessible for people to go to one of their upcoming talks or things like that. Um, another thing we could do is update listeners on, uh, you know, the, the research that, uh, that that's up and coming from a previous episode, for instance, follow-ups, things like that. And that I think a lot of folks are going to be looking forward to because when you find an interesting topic, the last thing you want is to hear the end of it. So I'm sure that many listeners will be looking forward to when we do those sort of follow-up episodes or, or, or however we might choose to do that and, and sort of highlight where that research has moved on to. Yeah, and I also want to say, you know, if if you as a listener are also a researcher and you've done a doctoral research, for instance, that you've spent the last six years just plowing over and it's been you in this library just by yourself doing this research and you really want to disseminate it, hey, we're interested, right? Shoot us an email. Let us know that you would be interested in coming on in search and doing this. Absolutely. And again, you'll find information to get in contact with us in the show notes. So... With all that being said, we'd like to once again thank everybody for joining us on this episode zero. Uh, Now everybody knows what the podcast is about and a little bit about the origins of it. And we hope that you'll join us as we go on through this journey of learning together. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Looking so forward to having conversations. And, you know, let us know again if you have any comments or anything. And we'll see you at episode one.